Olympics, 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 non-existent for 2020, non-existent for 2021. AJ and McCall on VFX. We've been talking about it a lot because, of course, it's a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. It happens every four years, Mm -hmm. and we may still not get it, Uh, which is nuts because the Olympics technically kicked off yesterday Yep. because softball started, soccer's going on this morning because, no spoiler alert, but I got an, you know, it's really annoying, actually, because... I uh, I have a program set so I can record it, watch it real time, obviously with the time delay, but I get the update, so I got an update of what happened anyway, so now right. I can't watch it. Right. Whatever. So they technically kicked off. The opening ceremony comes up Friday, and reports, I j- double-checking, article as of two hours ago, says they still may cancel it last minute, which is crazy. It is. It's nuts. I think about things that get canceled last minute, and I always get like so sad over <laughs> Well, the, the part that is nuts is so I, I get it. Obviously, I'm not saying that the athlete should risk it or any like no, thing. Of course I not. got that. Right. But like, I think you got to either put the plan in place and then you got to be able to adjust and figure it out or you make the decision now as opposed to waiting last minute because I feel like they're just waffling. Like, I know we want it to happen, but it feels like they don't know what they want to do either. Because I get it, like, they're worried that they're going to, obviously, there's Olympic Park, right? You put all the athletes together at once, and if there's one outbreak, Right. But the athletes are already starting to get there, and they're like, well, maybe. Maybe. we don't Maybe. 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 Who knows? And it's nuts, because it's it's started. There were, there were Olympic events yesterday. Yep. So, I don't know. It's nuts. And the other thing is, McCall made a great point. We did the after show, because we were talking about just the future of the Olympics, right? And she's like... The Winter Olympics are like soon, right? And I, yes, and no, I hadn't thought about it, but they're in February. The Winter Olympics are in February. Yep, which is crazy, and you think about it because that's like six, eight, six to eight months away. Yep, it's a very short time period. It's like yeah, sports, more sports, more sports. Well, well so Japan itself, like obviously, the Tokyo is the the host of the Summer Olympics, mm-hmm. and it is not done well. It's been reported multiple times about how they've lagged behind in terms of vaccinations and stuff like that. But it's kind of nuts because you think about it. So they canceled twenty twenty, which was pushed to twenty twenty one. It's really it's still confidence in you that twenty twenty two is going to be any better with the Winter Olympics. I, meh, I have no idea. I'm very, I'm very um, uneducated on that side of things. Oh. So. So keep an eye out because even though the athletes are starting to arrive, stuff is starting to get done in terms of some of the open qualifying rounds and the ceremony supposed to be Friday still may not happen. So I guess cross your fingers on that one because that would really, really stink. Yeah. And even more surprising news, a list was put together or survey was done about people and their emails. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, very underwhelming. Really? I am disappointed. Apparently... We are very suspicious with our massive amount of emails. Hmm. So everyone has, like we agree, like there's probably a work email, there's your personal email, there's a couple forgotten emails that you still have, and there's definitely a spam email. And by my count, that's at least four or five emails everybody has, right? Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Well, according to a recent survey, the most common answer for how many emails people use over their lifetime, two. That's it? That's what I said. Oh my gosh. I, th- I guess, let's see. I guess I have, oh, I think I have five. That's what I'm saying. I think, yeah, because yeah, I think I got a personal a, one, a work, old one. Personal, old. I've got like a business type of a one, and then I've got my own website one. There so you know. I got like two old ones. That I'm fun- they're functioning spam ones, basically. Yeah. So that's five. Yeah. The one I don't log into, it's like associated with my Facebook account. So whenever I log in there, it's like, hey, you have 15,000 emails Pass. because they're all Facebook. I'm like, can you just, just get rid of them all? Pass. There's literally nothing important in this email. Nope. Just get rid of it all. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say the amount of times I have actually logged into that because it's on Outlook or whatever. The amount of times I have logged into my Outlook account and then just been like, mm, mass delete everything. Ta-da! I hear it's you. clean. I hear you. Did I, I look through any like of them? I that too. No, I did not. <laughs> I just deleted them because anybody who wants to contact me through that email address is not going to be, is not, it, I already saw it at that point. 
it came through some other notification. I'm with you. I, that's what's crazy. Two over the course of a lifetime is nuts to me because yeah. if you go to school, mm-hmm. like if you go to college, they're going to give you a college email. Yep. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And the average person then is saying that they use one other email their entire like that's oh, no way. Yeah, that's crazy. No. I guess I have six now that I thought about that. I got another work email address. No I way. don't ever log into it though. Yeah. So I was blown away by that. Apparently people are more restricted. Like, how do you handle that? Like, obviously, how do you separate everything to like business personal and then everything into spit? There's no way. You got to have a couple emails here to filter through the different categories of things. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because I've, that's why I have so many email addresses. It's a tiered system. Yeah. This one's important. Okay, this one's less important. Less okay, important. this is going to go yes, directly to trash. This one's, yeah, spam, yeah, completely. I'm signing up for an offer to get something free, yep. but I don't actually want to ever hear from you ever again. These two. Yep. Here you go. <laughs> By the way, on this article, it says, tip, don't use your personal email to sign up for marketing lists. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have known that. Who would have thought? Idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, apparently... McCall and I can no longer call each other work wifeys. No, I it guess is, not. It has been deemed offensive. Yep. So now to explain to you why we have to call each other work Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. I'm not sure how we got to the point of judging other people's nicknames. <laughs> okay. But apparently the internet is there. Good. And I'm royally confused. All right. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automations Group debated eight. I was flipping through some restaurants in Chicago because McCall and I are both going for conferences and I was looking for a nicer-ish one to sit down with because it's be the first time I see my parents in like two years. So I'm reading through the reviews just to see what everybody says about the price and the food and all that, just to try and get a little bit of background in it. Right. And some, I stumbled across one and didn't seem all that attentive, but it had like a bajillion comments. It was like, okay, what did this person say? Like, this looks interesting. So dude said, took my wifey out to eat last night and then commented on the food. And the reason he had a bajillion comments, people threw a fit. Because he called his wife, wifey, That's and they stupid. demanded that he change it because it's, quote, demeaning. Now, as not a woman or wife, I'll ask you. I'm not a wife, but okay. You are a woman. When in the heck did that happen? Or it did that happen? Or it? can you find any way to logically work your way to that being demeaning? No. I have no idea how that would be like, oh, yeah. Apparently, I missed the memo. I don't really know. <laughs> girls, I missed the email going out. My bad. Girls if anybody click. could like clue me in, because for me, how's adding a why to something make it demeaning? Because like, I don't think anybody would have a problem. Like I took my wife out. If people are still using the word, I mean, chuggy, I guess they you could classify it as that. But I'm just I'm so confused because I first of all the only the only thing remotely close to spouses that I've heard is that McCall occasionally does not like the way that people say fiancé. There's just so much stank on it. Me and my fiancé. It's always like that. Like, you can't just say it. It's my fiancé. Like, it's just, it's like everybody always adds, like, stank to it. But I don't care as long as, like, as far as that goes. Like, if he were to this this bee that came with me to dinner, there'd be a different story. (laughs) Like, it would be something that we'd be like, wow, we can't have this conversation, sir. You know, that probably, would be demeaning. Catch your eye a little bit. Man. I, he I said got the, some questions. Look, if he said the dishwasher came with me, the, you, yes, yes yeah. demeaning. Right. Okay. Go, internet, go. Go for it. Go for it. But like, wifey, whatever. Okay. I don't care. You're married. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's so sweet. I, I, don't, I, I just, I, I try to. I try in so many situations to logically like wrap my head. Okay. How do I get to this point so I can at least try and under, I got nothing. No. I have absolutely nothing. And like, if you're managing the website for the the food place, the restaurant I was looking at, like, wh- how do you respond? You gotta be you, like, that's gotta be going down in lore. Like, they gotta be talking about that back in the kitchen. Like, look at this. Did you see this review? And they're gonna be having. They're like, look at this is insane. Hey guys, get back to work. Come on, come on. I know, I know. It's fascinating. I know. We all gotta. I'll keep you up to date. Okay, you gotta go deliver this this lobster real fast though. That's how that would go. I, I I'm fascinated as to why people. Period. I think the only answer is the internet. Period. Apparently, Ugh, it. yeah, yeah. I got nothing. So apparently, wifey is demeaning. Who so knows? Don't say it because Whatever. you say wife, 
Some of the some of the best part is some of the other comments because of course there are people that did not find it to be demeaning and those are the people that I wanted to read their comments because they're hilarious. Yeah. So someone said, uh, "I don't understand. I call my wife Whiff W H I F F. I like that. No one has yelled at me about Yo. it yet. Yo Whiff. Someone else said, "What about Wi-Fi? <laughs> is that bad? Am I going to get yelled at for that one? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't You're going to get yelled at for literally anything, okay? Like apparently." You can call your wife wifey. So Do I it, just start calling you like co-hosty? Like what's I'm saying? Is it demeaning if you say it not to your wife? Because I people do that all the time. Yeah, like I mean, besties like, has been replaced by like your bestie. Bestie is your wifey. Yeah. So is that demean? Like, I, nah. it is. I you know what? I take great offense. Do not call me. I prefer to be called Wi-Fi from now on. Okay. I'm going with Wi-Fi. Got my work Wi-Fi. Yeah. It sounds like code now. It's weird. It's great, right? because sometimes the work Wi-Fi works oh. great, and other times the work Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah, so you know how it goes? Who are we talking about? The Wi-Fi or AJ? I don't Nicole know. Oh, really loves her work Wi-Fi. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Even the second time, nah, it's really stupid. Like, that's the thing. McCall ran through a laundry list afterwards of things that should definitely upset people that they referred to way their, more. their wife, significant other, spouse right. as. Uh, yeah, that, that should be way more upsetting. Wifey is not, no, that's not it. It's a cute sort of nickname. I mean, sure. kind of, it's kind of not the most Question creative, mark. but you know, whatever. Right. I can tell you, I can't get out of my head yesterday that there was somebody that was charged with droning under the influence. I know. During Florida Not. It's crazy. AJ McCall at VFX. Like, he crashed into someone's window. So, yes. That, yeah, mostly he, that. Him dumb. Yes. But, like, just say, like, he got a drone on UI. Like, no. no. Mm, I don't care for it. Stranger Bullion, Florida, not on VFX. Let us get today's three headlines. Okay, headline number one. Some guy said his bag of drugs was just ingredients to bake a cake. They weren't. Uh, they had to test him, and then they found out, no, there's story one. Story number two, some lady tried to drive off in an ambulance after she stole four rolls of Mentos. That's it. Four rolls uh, of Mentos. Mentos, it's... Uh the, the maker. steal them or something. Mentos for my life. And then story number three: some lady got arrested for beating herself up. She this did is it liar, to liar. No, she did it to win a twelve dollar bet. So there you go, three crazy stories. I mean, I've done, I've done mildly stupid things for minimal amounts of money, but beating myself up for twelve bucks, you're gonna have to make it at least twenty. It's gonna have to be a twenty spot. Yep. Gee, wow. Okay. All sorts of just, ah. Oh. I looked up those Mentos commercials. Talk about cringe. Oh, the opening, so much. The opening lyrics are, nothing gets to you. And then it's people doing silly things. I yes. wouldn't say dumb things. The dumb. lady taking an ambulance, that's, I don't remember Mentos ever being like, you can steal what you want. It's totally it, cool. Have it all. We call it VFX for the Stranger Bridge in Florida or not. I mean, you steal some Mentos. Apparently, the motto's like, I don't know. What, what do you think, Sam? Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Go all for right. it. Whatever it is, do it. You got it. No big. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some guy got busted with two large bags of powder. He claimed, no, nah, they're ingredients to make a cake, obviously. Yeah, Why would they be anything else? I obviously build, I build, carry those instant cake mixes with me All the wherever time. I go. <laughs> All the time. He said one was sugar, one was cornstarch. The cops tested it. Turns out they were ecstasy, so he got arrested. The cake is a lie. <laughs> Good news, bad news. Good news, we stopped you from making a really terrible cake. Bad news, you're going to jail. When when they took him to jail, he accidentally dropped another bag that had <laughs> drugs. So. Cake for days! Yep. So he got hit with several charges. There's story one. Story number two. Some lady stole four rolls of Mentos from a gas station this month, then walked outside with her four rolls of Mentos. There happened to be an ambulance, and she was like, yep, this Nothing is my getaway car. To you. Na, 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 na. She, Mentos living your life. She's now facing several felony charges. She was still inside the ambulance when the police... Got there to arrest her. Like the uh, the Dude. ambulance didn't go anywhere. Dude. She didn't have keys because she didn't know how to operate it. Dude, so Mentos stupid. didn't help with learning how to operate an think, ambulance. Do you think she offered a Mentos to the cops when they showed? Because they're designed right there. Those little orb orbits. I don't know what how to so describe, but you can use your yeah, thumb you to pop push, it, pop them out of the thing, right? Yeah. So 
And then she smiled at the camera as she was inadvertently pepper sprayed and arrested and thrown to the ground because she can't steal a freaking ambulance. Yeah. Right. And then we've got story number three, which involves a lady who got arrested for beating herself up. Dude, she did a number on herself. Like her head is swollen like this big on this side. Good it's, gosh. It's bad news. Anyway, she was hitting herself in the head with a crowbar, apparently, when the officer showed up. For 12 bucks? She dropped the crowbar, started running her head into the living room wall. She punched herself in the stomach. Officers were able to subdue her with the stun gun. She was determined to beat herself up. She did. One of the worst beatings I've seen in the 20 years I've been on the force. She had taken a $12 bet that she couldn't beat herself up. She said, I knew I could beat myself up. So anyway, her stepfather. I I validated in this. Her stepfather was the one that said that she couldn't do it. So he said, yep, I'll pay you $12, but I'm not covering the expected $4,000 in medical expenses. This is the stupidest story. It's nuts. There you go. Three crazy stories. You bet me 12 bucks I can beat myself up. If for whatever reason, I just really need that $12. I just punched myself in the arm, man. You get $12 beat up. You're not going to get, you know, MMA beat up. Not a $4,000 one. Yes. Minimal beat up. Minimal beat up. dude. I mean, I once won $5 drinking a uh, little thing of hot sauce. I was like, oh, that's pretty easy. Just throw it back. Yeah. I had a girlfriend once though in high school that said that she had a boyfriend who, uh, before me, who bet won a dollar drinking vase water. Ew. Yeah, right? And her question to me was, why do you guys do stupid stuff? And my answer was, because, uh, yeah, basically. Uh, so there you go. Good luck. You got three crazy stories. All, all of that aside, Sam, we got the... We get the Mentos lady, we got the uh, cake guy, and uh, we, of course, have the, the the stupid bet. Now, the Mentos lady, I don't know. She didn't go anywhere, so I, I feel like if it was Florida, we definitely have to get at least a police chase in. So probably not that one as funny as it is after watching those stupid videos. So I think you're down to one or three. And I got to be honest, I think when money's involved, people do a lot of crazy things. I think it's not just Florida there. So I'm kind of leaning one. What about you? I do. I think it's story number one. You think it's story number one, too. Okay. We're on the same page because, of course, we all carry it. You never know, McCall. I mean, cake's always good for celebration. You never hear anybody go, no, I don't want cake. No, thanks. So is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Cake time. Cake time. We got you hooked up with a Johnny O's Nuts gift card and then qualified for that Logan Lane's gift card will be given away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Get Sam a cake. Uh, congratulations, Sam. Was a stranger, Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. Now, McCall told me that she has stories she couldn't quite figure out a way to work out, which I don't know what that means. They happened in Australia. Well, that's the that's the Florida. They're all of the locked world. down, so we can't oh, really that's like. Right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, the Florida of the world has stuff going on. Oh. Got to do bonus Florida, or not? Oh yeah. Bonus Florida not with the Florida of the world, Australia, who's still in lockdown, which I forgot about because actually I was supposed to try and, try and take a vacation. I'm like, nope, minimum, never coming back. Nobody you can, ever. You cannot go. AJ McCall at VFX, which to me is sort of ironic because everyone knows Australia is the country full of things that all want to kill you. Correct. So I feel like the stuff that they're already living with is more dangerous. But hey, whatever, you know, I hope you get it sorted out. Yeah. That being said, what happened there? Okay. So there's two Australian, quote, quarantine sheets, they're calling it. Lady who's in a mandatory hotel lockdown was cited for having cigarettes delivered to her by drone. So she's she's going to be fined $1,300. So she's being fined because she broke lockdown? I guess so. But I don't it was know. a drone. Yeah. I, I guess the man was operating the drone from below. Unclear if he could be punished. This may be against the rules, but a drone delivery seems really like a smart way to hand something off to somebody if they're, you know, locked down. Right, but that's color, my own yeah. that's my own opinion. Color me confused because I'm in what? the same boat. I'm like, okay, uh, I feel like she sort of did what she was supposed she's to do. smart about it. And then uh, this one is the one that really gets me, though. There's a 39-year-old guy who escaped his hotel quarantine yesterday by tying bed sheets together and tossing them out the window. He used it as a rope to descend down four stories to the street below. I'm looking at this picture right now. So impressed. So that happens in like movies and cartoons and stuff all the time. And I'm not saying. Oh, it's a I, good. No, I'm border slide saying I don't feel like it's real. Obviously, this guy did it. I'm going to send it to you right now on Facebook so you can see it because it's it's. Do you think you could do wow. it? Do you think you could tie strong enough knots? Yes. You think you could do it? How, how many stories are you going down? Not Two, four. three, four, seven, five. Maybe one. <laughs> Maybe one. Just one.
We got we got like maybe 20 feet. I could maybe get out that way. So you got to click on it because apparently it sent you the last picture in that thread, which is weird. But it's impressive. That is a long blanket rope. Did a great job. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six or seven. You know, I was terrified about that going into high school. You always saw in movies and cartoons, right? You're going to have to do the rope climb as part mm-hmm. of some test. Yeah. I can't climb. I'm bad. Me neither. I was always terrified. I'm like, what am I going to do? People are going to make fun of me because I'm not going to yeah. be able to do this and I'm not going to pass. And then my parents are going to be embarrassed because I can't climb a stupid rope. And then I never, I, we never had a rope climb. I never saw a rope. As far as I know, that never existed ever. Yeah. Okay, I don't think that I could tie blankets together. I just feel like they're just going to go, and then down you go. Oh, this was a mistake the oh, whole time. Darn it. How good of a test taker are you? I'm a really good test taker. Okay, what if the test was landing a plane with no engine? No. That's a, that's a different kind of test. It's a <laughs> test of faith. I don't have that much. If you're trying to become a private pilot and the engine dies on like the last test that you're taking, is that an omen? Yes. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, I didn't know this, but apparently one of the last tests that pilots take is called the cross-country flight. And they have to fly basically, it's about 170 miles between a few airports. Well, one kid's gone viral because the video's come out because while he was doing it, you fly completely solo, his engine died. Like, there's a clip from the cockpit. This, the propeller in the front just stops. It just stops. It's not spinning. That's terrifying. And apparently, he absolutely crushed the emergency land. That's a bet. He did a great job That's with the emergency better. landing. Thanks for that. Yep. He was able to figure it out and land the plane amazingly, which I was like, all right, give it to him. Like, he didn't make the flight or whatever, but I think this situation is way more nerve-wracking and way more stressful yeah. than any other situation he can run into. Yeah. But, Wow. I, I don't know. Obviously, obviously, I'm a suit. You got to have nerves of steel. You decide you want to fly. Mm-hmm. You got to know that that's a possibility to be able to put that behind you. But I mean, again, like if that happens, maybe, maybe just maybe you're like, all right, maybe this is an omen. And uh, it's definitely an omen. I mean, I, I nailed the emergency landing part of this, but like sometimes, you know, a little bit of luck comes into life every once in a while. Maybe yeah. just maybe I won't be so lucky the second time around. Yeah. Dangerous. That's terrifying. You know, I had uh, uh, my mom dated a guy when uh, I was way, way, way younger who flew those little tiny planes. They probably here at the Cache Valley Airport. Those little tiny ones that like they could seat like four people. Mm-hmm. And I got to fly those every once in a while. And I was like, yeah, this would be kind of cool. And then, and then I got older, and then it sets in like, nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, like I'll ride planes all day. I'll so- travel all over the place. Fly one hard pass. Yeah. I agree. I don't want that level of responsibility. I'm I'm good. And then things get like, you hit turbulence really bad, and then you jump 27 feet, different directions. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Would you want your own plane, though? Like, not fly your own plane, but like have like a private jet. Because Maybe. Because level of success when it comes to the American dream is, of, you know, have your own business, be self-sustaining. And then maybe just maybe have a few toys here and there, like uh, your own private island or your own private jet. But I think with Would You Rather Wednesday, you run into some other issues because there's something about you can have that, but that doesn't mean that you have the funds to make it function. I think a part of the American dream, obviously, when you measure a level of success, one is to be financially independent. Yeah. Two, potentially to own your own business and operate your own business. And then three, there's a little other, I think, trinkets or fun things, little toys you're going to add along the way as you uh, show off, I think, a certain level of success. Oh, for sure. AJ and McCall on VFX. So maybe that's, you know, a big house. Maybe that's a car collection. Maybe it's a watch collection. Maybe it's a private jet so you can go anywhere you want without having to deal with people. Maybe it's your own island so you have a place you can get away to. The question for Would You Rather Wednesdays, would you rather have your own private jet or your own private island? If I have a private jet, I'm going to assume I have the money, financially speaking, to hire somebody to operate that private jet. One would think. So I'm going to go with the private jet because then I can have somebody else fly it for me because I don't want to fly it. I mean, I kind of think it defeats the purpose of a private jet if you fly it. Like, you can. Right. But I think it's like the, a job. Yeah. Like, you're I don't spo- want another I think job. You're supposed to have somebody else do it for you. The, I see, think that's what I want. It raises an interesting question because you're like, I feel like I would love, love an island. I'd love to travel, but it would be awesome 
to be able to get there. But if I don't have, if I have just an island and not the jet, well, how the heck do I get the island? And then McCall raises a bunch of interesting questions as well, too, because, you know, like right now, just right now, like all of a sudden somebody's like, hey, man, uh, you know, I was rich and I'm getting out of the rat race. I'm going to go live in the woods. I'm giving all away my stuff. I'm going to live a minimalist lifestyle. I got a jet left and an island. Which one do you want? Well, now you go, okay, I, again, island to me, number one answer. But then you're like, okay, well, how do I get there? Is there staff there I have to fund? Yes. Uh, is there stuff that, you know, I got to pay the electricity? That seems like a nightmare to figure that out, how they run electricity I out mean, there. I you've, mean, you've got it. I'm sorry. You have to have electricity. If you're going to be on a private island, I understand how, like, beautiful and, like, fascinating it must be to have an island. But what good is an island if you don't have, like, running water? I agree. But it's the same thing with the plane. Like, if it's today, somebody came in and he said, what do you want? And you said, Jet, I'm taking the private jet. What about fuel? What about somebody to fly it? Where are you going to store it? If I'm, if they're giving me a private jet, I'm pretty sure there's like money that would come with it, or oh. you could finance it and then get money for it, <laughs> or you could just take like fascinating Instagram pictures next to it and then get it funded. So people look at you and say, "Wow, she's rich," or something. Yeah, well, pro- you got you got to pay property taxes on an island too, right? No, I'm sure. Or I'm it, sure. Is it one of those things where the island is somewhere where you know you skirt 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 that rule? I don't think so. I still would probably take the island, but man, you start thinking about all the stuff that goes into it. So McCall taking the jet. Maybe you could just learn to fly the jet yourself to start with McCall, and then sure. go from there. Maybe. I think I have friends that can fly, though. Well, that would help. So oh, now there you go. Now you got him a job. Look, now you're creating you're your own. You're now That's you're improving right. the economy, increasing revenue for <laughs> yeah, everybody. There you go. You're welcome. There you go. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm still taking the island. No idea how I'm gonna get out there, but it would be awesome. Just, I mean, either way, you're like, I have my own private jet, or I have my own private island. It'd be great. But then when you start talking about like right now, it just drops me right out. Some rich guy's like, I'm going minimalist. Here you go. Pick one. You choose which one do you want. I'm going with the island. McCall's taking the jet, though. McCall has a much better plan to it. I just I feel cooler saying I have a private island, whereas McCall may actually be able to function her private jet. Yeah. You decide for yourself. Would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather have your own private island, your own private jet? Just give it to you right now. Thermo Fisher poll of the day. You can, of course, vote on Instagram, Utah's VFX, for which you would rather have. Now... I'm not going to say that I necessarily disagree that men aren't a little bit more slobbish than women, but we got a message since both of us are in long-term relationships asking if we experience the same kind of untidiness specifically in the bathroom. I cannot wait. With one piece of accessory. One listener's come to us for advice yet again because of our long-term relationships we have experienced with towels. Yep. I use them. AJ McCall on VFX. Surprise. AJ McCall. Uh, I'm married and I have a son, and neither of them ever, 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 ever hang up a towel. And I'm convinced no man ever does. I go in there, they're on the floor, they're in the bathroom sink. <laughs> Despite how many times I've told them, do not do that. Please hang up your towels. It does not matter. Do you find that in your experience it is the exact same way? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's the same thing. Also. You want to know? You want to know why? Because I'm the one who never puts my towel away. Ever. Where does your towel end on the up, ground. McCall? It ends up on the ground. Always. It's always on the ground. And then I look at it and I'm like, as I'm cleaning it up, cleaning up the bathroom or whatever, I'm like, man, why is this towel? Oh, that's yours. Yeah. You should have put that up. And I pick it up and I fold it and I put it up and I call it good. At the end of the day, what you got to do, and this is speaking from my own personal experience, take it away. Take like, the towel away. Oh, does it not allow you to have towels ever? Like, no, just take the towel away. If they're like, computer. if they're like, hey, where'd my towel go? It's like, oh, I don't know. Did you put it away? No. Because mm. <laughs> that would work for me. Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with BFX. Is there a towel slob in your house? In our house, neither of us is really bad about it. If there's anything, it's I don't like when Ashley sits on the bed in a wet towel. Oh, I don't care for that. That's weird. But uh, I'm I'm proud to say that uh, I, I don't shower decoration etiquette in the back half of my adolescence has been something I've been working on because I was the one that always got lectured, not for not hanging my towels as a kid, but I would throw it up over the curtain. Oh, and yeah. yeah no. no, that's bad because it do makes that. the shower curtain moldy and it doesn't get dry. And then I also was one of those ones that didn't uh, 
on an accordion the curtain after you're done showering so it could air out properly, mm-hmm. right? So I was one of those, but now I'm not one of those. I've worked on my, what, I don't even know what you call it, towel towel shower etiquette. I, don't know I guess. I don't know. It's your, your placement of things? Look, you get Question yelled mark? at enough times for hanging up your towel incorrectly. Not, not, not hanging up, hanging it up incorrectly. At some point you would think it would stick. Maybe. But, so, you know, for me, no. I mean, I just, meh. For the most part, I just don't. I threw it on the ground. I did. I did a lot. I do it. I do it a lot still. I mean, seriously, I always have one towel that I use. Like, I'll use it for my hair. I used to have two towels. Now I've just figured out how to be able to maneuver just one. But, uh, yeah, I used to have the one towel for my hair, the one towel for my body, and then the one towel for my hair would end up, like, literally anywhere. Take it off maybe in the living room, maybe in the kitchen, maybe in the bedroom. Just end up wherever. We believe in talent quality here on the AJ McCall show on VFX. Right. Wait, in the kitchen? I just that just registered me in the kitchen. Well, yeah, because sometimes I have things to do like cook. <laughs> okay, talent quality for the AJ McCall show on VFX. Actually, uh, while we're talking about message, we got another one, and I'm kind of curious as what your response is because, of course. We talk a semi-fair amount about usually tipping when it comes to restaurants. We talk about restaurant etiquette. It's a very big thing with both McCall and I that you be polite to the wait staff and you treat them respectfully and such. Someone, though, has a very interesting question. So obviously, as we know, things are kind of short-staffed a lot of places. So what is the limit of your patience when it comes to waiting for your food? Mm. Do you feel like your wait times in the Valley have been... uh, Longer than they were pre-COVID? For, like, food? Yeah. No. I don't feel like that either. I don't know if we've gotten lucky, but I was just thinking that maybe maybe just have hit the right shifts. But I was just thinking that because we got a message from a listener, AJ McCall at VFX. says, AJ McCall, my husband and I went out to lunch, and it took us 55 minutes to get our food. It wasn't busy. They had plenty of waitresses. We ordered a turkey sandwich and a salad, and uh, at not once did the waitress stop and mention the lag in service. Now, I understand things. Right now, we're tough in the restaurant business, and as a former waitress, I know you can't control the kitchen. But 55 minutes, I finally had to ask the waitress what was going on politely, and I felt awful for doing so. And I was curious, what is the maximum limit, wait limit you would uh, wait for your food? Mm, so, <laughs> I'm very impatient. Last week, maybe the week before, I stopped at that... The one like fish truck that comes through every once in a while, it's oh, blue. You're just talking about this. Yeah. Yes. So so they came through and I got there just just so happened to be in the same parking lot and there was no right. line. Right. So I thought, well, I'll just go up and I'll go order a fish basket because everybody raves about them and every time I see them, there is such a huge line. So I walk up, I order my food. The guy's like, okay, sounds good. Uh, where did we had to get new propane? So. It's going to be like 15 to 20 minute wait. And in my brain, I was like, freak, I would have just gone across the street then, like to, to just a fast that food place. Because I figured, man, <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted something quick. Well, I just happened to be here and I figured it yeah. was going to be like a quicker type of a situation. So for fast food type stuff, 15 to 20 minutes. No, I'm with that. I was saying in that situation, you're expecting something much faster than. Yeah. yeah so I, I got it. Shorter, I'm with it. shorter wait time yeah. when it comes to like a restaurant. Um. I don't know, maybe like an hour. That's depending on if there's other things to do. If it's like a Friday night or something and we're just going to try and grab something for like a restaurant and they say it's going to be like a 35 to 40 minute wait, we can probably kill some time. If they say it's an hour, for some reason, I'm just like, no, I can't. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's my cap. No, that's interesting. And that's just in the valley. Like if it's right. if it's like in Salt Lake or something, no big deal. We'll go. There's there's plenty of places to go kill an hour. No, I, I think that's a fair cap because so the fifteen to twenty minutes. I mean, I got to be honest. I think it's fair for fast food. I think it's a to me. I would be like, oh, that's still pushing. I think I might be like, nah, I'll see you. The hour, yeah. Like if you're, it's, especially if you're somewhere you feel like something to do. But generally though, like. Uh, if you're like, oh, it's going to be a half hour wait, I think that would be like, yes. And then you're like, anything past a half hour, be like, there's, do I, do I, do I really want to eat here that badly? I can go somewhere else. I'm not picky. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Have a good evening. Yeah. I just, how long would you sit, how long would you wait to ask, say something about your food? Like, say you got in, everything was fine, you ordered, it's gone a, half an hour. 
35 minutes. Now it's been a qu- three quarters of an hour. By the time we get to about 35 or 40 minutes, I'm getting kind of antsy. I would too, because I think the first like 15 to 20 minutes, if you have like a salad or whatever, yeah, which, no big know, deal. Long, you're chit chatting unless yeah. you went out by yourself. I think those go by fast. And then all of a sudden, I feel like there's just an internal clock that would go off and be like, wait a second. Yeah, about 30, 35 to 40 minutes, I'm a little bit, I'm getting a little antsy. Man, 50 minutes waiting for food. Better been a darn good turkey sandwich. Yep. Put some extra seasoning on it. Oh, thank you. Uh, okay, here's what we're going to figure out for the debate at eight. Tattling and looking out, how important they are and what the difference is. Because weirdly, two situations have arisen in my life and I got to be honest, one I feel very spiteful about, which is the not good one. One I feel very uncomfortable with, which is the one that's the good one. It is very well established that the policy of the AJ and McCall show is snitches get stitches. Yep. The Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. But I want you to imagine the scenario, and I know it's going to be tough, McCall, because you've worked with nothing but upstanding and perfect coworkers your entire life. That's right. But I want nothing you to but this situation. Nothing but. So say you're working at a customer service type place and you have a coworker that is always calling in sick, always bailing out, always complaining, and even text you. Somehow you've become BFFs. Relatable. And they're always texting you and saying, hey, you know, I'm just really upset because I had this thing I wanted to do and I didn't request it off, but somehow I got scheduled and I think I'm just going to call in sick and not come into work anyway. And they do that repeatedly. And then they're dumb enough to post things on their social media when they're like, hey, I called in sick. Uh, oh, just kidding. Sorry, I'm not I posted doing it on stuff. the internet. Right? Sorry. Right. So it's purely hypothetical. Hard to imagine right. a coworker like oh, that. Of course. So this has happened to a friend of mine, and I got to tell you, my immediate response was, rat them out. Yes. Bingo. Like, it's easy for me because they're not my coworker. But I was like, just, they're clearly, they're, what does it matter if they get fired or anyway? They're not there. No. They're not like they don't really want to be there. And like, I I get it. Okay, I understand. Like, it's frustrating when you forget to request a day off or something. But you know what you do instead? Be an adult. You get somebody to cover it. I mean, that's being an adult. But you get somebody to cover it. As somebody who worked with a notorious (laughs) I'm sick or I had (laughs) this, this, this lady, she would call in sick (laughs) I kid you not, at least twice a month. At least twice a month. And it was usually on days that she was like, "Eh, I don't know that I really want to come in. She was a manager, though. It was frustrating because I was the other manager. And so we would plan on having both of us manage on certain days because they'd be really busy. And then she'd be like, "Mm, I don't really want to come in. So then it would be the dumbest day of my life because it it would get us cut back to like half hour lunches. She finally ended up having a meeting with my boss about it. And she was like, no, I'm just, I'm just sick. That's just what it is. But it, it happened so consistently. Like, ma'am, go to a doctor. <laughs> my brother and I have a family member who constantly cancels things because they don't feel well. Uh-huh. My brother, my favorite line my brother uses is like, you're not sick that often. If you're sick that often, you're dying. Go to the doctor. Yes. <laughs> so for quick, for quick clarity's issue or clarity's sake, what does it take for you? Because I, I guess backtracking, did you end up tattling on them? I guess you didn't really have to. They kind of, there's a track record. There's a paper yeah. trail. Yeah. I, I didn't have to tattle on them or anything. Okay. So then what would it take for you to tattle on this situation? Like say that, say that lady right was seemingly nothing was being done about it but you saw like on several of those sick days she was like posting on snapchat or instagram stories that she was sick but then she was like hanging out in vegas or something not much okay it really not much i think you know i still tell my friend like she gets hung out to dry all the time and i'm like rat her out screenshots paper trail keep the receipts send them in I, i screenshot everything if you don't think that I if you don't think that I got dirt on people <laughs> just kidding
That was a terrifying <laughs> sidetrack for this issue that I was not expecting. You're welcome. But I, yeah, snitches get stitches. But if you like put me in jeopardy or put a friend in jeopardy at work multiple times because you left us out to dry solely because you're not responsible enough to take care of your own business like an adult, yeah. Don, I don't care. Yeah. I don't want you here anymore. Yeah. You're not contributing. You're not part of the team. We ain't family. This isn't Dom Toretto. Be like, I got family. No, you're family. a jerk. See, now that one was the easy one. While it's definitely tattletailing, I felt great about that, operating that spiteful nature. I got asked to use my surveillance skills or my observation skills for good, and i got to be honest, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Oh. Though, Neighborhood Watch does sound like a cool title. Yes. Growing up, tattletale was always said to be bad, but I can tell you what, if you decide that you're going to just ditch... As a coworker, multiple, multiple times, then uh, I don't think it's tattling anymore. I think you made the decision for everybody. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automakers Group debate a date on VFX. Anonymous is on the line, wanted to stay anonymous, and we wanted to add some more clarity to that. So, Anonymous, what do you got? If someone is sick and they're out and you find them out and about doing whatever, I came, this happened to me personally. I just had a really bad day at work, you know, and... I had like a panic attack and it was just like, you know, I need to get out of here. I'm, I'm sick, you know, I'm yeah. out of here. So I went and I'm like, you know what? I am just going to call it a me day. Yeah. I'm going to go get my hair done, my Absolutely. nails done. I'm going to go do some shopping. But if someone catches me, it's going to look like I am not sick. Yeah. That I'm, you know, and that's going to look bad on me. Yeah. But in the same sense. I'm taking care of me, and that's what matters. Exactly, 100%. I, I totally agree. The The one that was, the lady who always, like, for me, that was always calling in sick, it was like she was always taking trips because we were living in Vernal at the time, and so it would always be like she was taking an overnight trip to go hang out at the bars in Salt Lake. And so <laughs> that was where I was like, ma'am, like. That's where you want to draw the line for Yep. Sure. Yeah, I don't think anybody was saying, like, one and done. Like, repeated offenses yeah. was definitely the case, obviously, in McCall's story. And in the same story I was telling, it was repeated offenses as well. Yes. Now, that's tattling. I've been asked to become part of a neighborhood watch. So, apparently, my neighbor has gone through somewhat of a not-great breakup mm-hmm. and is concerned enough that the ex might wander around. So, I asked both Ashley and I to just keep an eye out and just let her know if we see said ex, okay. we see him wander around. There's been some suspicious things that have happened to her apartment apparently since post breakup. Mm. And I'm uncomfy with this. I kind of am too. I because don't like that. I don't. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're not going to ask. You're not going to be like, no. oh, so if you if you'd like to like me to be be uh, invested in this, you you got to tell me what's going on. No. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. See, and that's what I'm saying. So the. The bad one, the being kind of spiteful, I was like, oh, I'm totally in on this one. This one, for a good cause, seemingly, for sure. I'm slightly uncomfortable with because, like, I'm, I, I got it. I, I mean, I could send a hey heads up, so and so's around because she was, she was the one that moved into the apartment when we, because we moved in the exact same time because yeah. we looked at both apartments and we picked ours and then she got the other one. And so she's nice. She's always been very polite to us. I have nothing bad to say about her, but. I, I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what the cause of the split was. And I'm, you know, I we paid attention. That was kind of Ashley and I's pandemic activity. When right. We were stuck at home is, is there was some stuff going on. Not like that kind of stuff, but there was <laughs> right, just interesting right, right. people around. And we made up our own soap opera for it. And we follow along. And it was great. And there's a character that was around for a handful of months and just disappeared. And nobody knows what happened. But being part of this neighborhood watch, uh, a little bit, a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit weird. Like you know, oh, what I, I'm spying my neighbors. No, I don't actually. Do I that. don't know that it's necessarily like a bad thing though, because it may have been a really bad situation. And maybe you're the old, maybe you are the last line of defense to be able to call the cops. I can tell you though, if that is the case, the dude, dude in question is built like a house. Well, call the cops. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna confront you from out here, from the window. Hey, hey, you. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop that. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to say it. You better, not, you better not stay here. Yep. Speaking of keeping an eye open, if you're near the, you know, the Lincoln house, if you're near a swimming pool and you're driving, maybe just maybe keep an eye open and uh, don't do that. Don't run into them. Yeah. Yep.
That being said, there's been some really interesting crashes, including I cannot believe it's a car that's still operating. This is just a reminder to maybe just keep your eyes on the road. Okay. Just keep your eyes on the road. AJ and McCall on VFX because McCall got into it a little bit yesterday about how someone hit the Lincoln house because then we were trying to remember what state that was in. Right. I, I still don't remember, by the way. But, yeah, some lady, like, literally drove into it. And I figured, you know, it's not going to be in Florida. So I can't use it as as Florida. But the, the cottage itself was built in, get this, 1650. 1650. It's an old building. It is. Driver <laughs> said I had to swerve to avoid hitting a squirrel. Not to mention. <laughs> Not to mention Abraham Lincoln. He's he's pretty well liked. A lot of people don't have nice things to say about that guy. Massachusetts, by the way. Really? Yep. In Hingham, Massachusetts. Hmm. Direct quote. Interesting. Okay. So I thinking about that, I felt stumbled across a story. Apparently, just in Colorado, a teenager hit the gas instead of the brake. Ugh, rough. Drove into a pool. Ugh, rough. And the car sank. Of course it did. Because, you know, water. So they had to have someone tow it out. Now, the crazy thing is, according to what I'm gathering here and reading about, the dude's going to try and drive it still. Like, just get it out of the pool, hopefully dry it off, make sure everything works. Nothing got broken and you vroom, dry, vroom. You dry this? Okay, let's go. So the question was, question I was asking my friends, upon thinking about car crashes, I was like, okay, so what is the worst thing you've done to your car and then still tried to drive it? Oh, it's like. When I drove off the mountain in Montana, right. I had every intention of trying to get it home and then sorting it out from there. Unfortunately, it, it, it was, went, when it went off, it, it went gone. totaled. So it was gone. Yeah. yeah. It was destroyed. Yeah. So that was not going to happen. Right. For me, I, uh, I hit a deer, <laughs> hit a couple of deer. Let me, let me rephrase deer freaking ran into me. Big difference. As they do, because sometimes it's just like, Hey, you know what sounds fun? A car. And then I drove it into work and it's been fine thus far. I mean, that's been like, what, four and three years ago? It's happened twice. That's not too bad. In terms, of, in terms of injuries to your car, it's still relatively minimal. After I got into my car accident where I like jacked up both of my feet... I totaled my grandparents' car. My first thought was, oh, shoot, I got to get this home so that my aunt can use this car later. She, she couldn't, by the way. It had to go directly to the graveyard for cars. It was done It was mega done So get this. Not my friend. Uh-huh. And I don't know how I've never heard this story before, but a friend of a friend. So take that with a grain of salt because you know how those friends of friends stories go. But a friend of my friend said that apparently they know they uh, had a vehicle that they rolled on a gravel road into a ditch and still drove it afterwards. No. They were fine. They were able to get it out of the ditch and they still drove it. And that is nuts to me. Yeah, that's fascinating. In the worst way possible. Yes. Yeah, I was like... Wow. Big wow. I mean, because clearly, as we've both said, our instinct is, no matter what happens, to drive. Like when I, I crashed once at home and I spun, avoiding an animal, may or may not have been a skinwalker, <laughs> cannot be figured Unsure. out. And I crashed into a survey pole, which is this big cement pole that farmers, I guess, use to mark their land. Or, yep. And they're well anchored. They're dug deep in the ground. And it put my trunk, because I was driving a tiny little Hyundai, into my back seat. And I was like, all right, I'm going to drive out of here. I don't know how I'm going to explain this, but I'm going to go. No, that, it was done. That, yeah. that was the end of that car. But <laughs> get it. Your first instinct is like, I got to drive out of go. here. And then I'll sort it out from here. But I was like, you rolled your car to a ditch and you... St- and you still thought, yep, this wow! would be fine. That is crazy. I'm going to blame that on pure adrenaline. <laughs> I, wow, I'm, I'm amazed. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. What is the worst damage you've done to your vehicle and still tried to drive it home? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Now, these stories are insane, but I don't want you to lose sight of the fact that we still are trying to clean up parking. I don't want you to think, well, okay, well, now they've told those driving stories. so Obviously. I don't have to worry about this terrible parking. No, no, no. 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 You give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Clearly. Just look at nominee number two this week. If you haven't, the Park Narc nominees are pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Short week, which means we'll find out who the worst parker in Cache Valley is tomorrow. So vote Utah's VFX on social media. You give them an inch and they'll take a mile. Literally, Park Narc. Park nar- park narker offenders. Park yeah. Will just 
They do it. Step all over you. They park do, all over you. They do the dang thing. And it's worth noting, AJ McCall at VFX doesn't get. It's been said, but can be said more that the park narc voters, the ones who decide who is the worst offender uh, in Cash Valley, the worst parker in Cash Valley each week, are very understanding. Absolutely, they do a great job of just you know being more uh, sympathetic. To they the situation. exhaust every possible logical reason for why someone could be compelled to park like a total tool. Yep. Nominee number one this week, you gotta stand out, which this white vehicle does because parked in between two vans has decided to put its left tires firmly in the special needs spot, its right tires firmly in the spot next to that. The stripy rectangles are supposed to give them their extra space and stands out immediately as a jerk. And the nominee number two, in the lane is the only way to park. Mm-hmm. The driver's side of this SUV is lined up with the entire rest of the grocery store, whatever parking lot, they can see that they are not lined up and they still got out of the vehicle with a third of their vehicle sticking out in the lane. <sighs> well, maybe just maybe that nominee got an answer to what's the most damage you've done to your car and still tried to drive it. Maybe they got T-boned and they're like, well, I got to get yeah. this home. Well, we figured it out, guys. <laughs> I mean... Oh, gosh. It's a short week because of the holidays, so make sure you get your vote in because tomorrow we're going to crown the worst parker in Cache Valley. And remember, if you, you want to get entered in, you can take a picture of the terrible parking nominees, send them to Utah's VFX, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, get you entered in to potentially play Park Narcs whenever yours comes up. Then you can play, win a prize that way, and if you win, you get entered in for the tournament because, of course, each year we have to crown the worst park narker of the year. Yep. So... Safely take a picture, submit it to all social media again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. What will win today is the best post we've found on Facebook. <laughs> McCall sent me what hers is. I'm so excited about it. Um, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find us on Facebook. All right, go ahead. Okay, so the... Um, Post I landed on is a plant one. It says, the plant you just bought, hearing you say, I hope this one doesn't die. And it's Raja O'Hara. I think this is from the season, the new uh, all-star season on her redemption look. She's looking. Excuse me. Lord and Savior RuPaul. So that's that's what it comes from. Oh, this is one of my favorite. Yeah, it's the redemption runway look. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now because I've seen it. But I've been like binging all of the uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. So anyway, whatever. That's my land on spot. Post. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I'm going to see. Oh, uh, Ashley shared this one. I don't know if you've seen. Did you ever see uh, um, the Star Wars one that was the prequel to uh, Rogue One? Rogue One. Did you ever see Rogue One? No. So the uh, the dad becomes a farmer who designs the Death Star. Spoiler alerts. And what? it's a picture of him and his farm, but it says, so you just live here with your 150 plants? Response, it's a peaceful life. That's one Ashley shared life. recently. Mine, though, I believe it's from Donnie Darko. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's from my friend Brittany. It says, I made a new friend. And the mom says, real or imaginary? And the Don- and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal responds, it's a stranger on social media who likes the same bad as I do. Me. Literally <laughs> all the time. I swear, though, I was having this conversation yesterday with some friends. I think, I think that internet friendships are stronger than some of the real life ones for some reason the hype the hype that you get from internet friends unreal like i'm literally talking to a friend who lives in chattanooga tennessee while she just moved to nashville right now you can win by the The way the internet's amazing the internet is amazing (laughs) aj Knight, the aj Knight, the mccall taylor you can become our internet friends park narcs ends tomorrow with the holiday week so vote utah's vfx for which park uh which narc which Parker offender is the worst in Cache Valley? See, those are just so terrible. I can't speak about it. Which Ta-da. is the worst this week? And of course, submit your Park Narc nominees. It is going to be hot today. And do not forget that there are new fire restrictions that basically say yes. if it can cause a fire, you're not allowed to do it. Don't at all. No smoldering looks. Yep. Sorry. Tell, tell, I, I got to stop doing that. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.